Have you ever dreamed of one day owning your own business, but just don't know where to begin? Then you've tuned into the right show. On All Things Franchising, you will hear from top national franchisers, successful franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, and others who support this fast-growing business model. So grab a cup of coffee and pen and notepad because you will want to capture the invaluable information you hear on today's show. And now, here is your host, Linda Ballesteros. Hey folks, welcome to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Ballesteros. I'm your host today. Thanks so much for carving some time out of your busy day for me. I'm always honored when we are able to get together. Um, that you know, I always say that Time is that one commodity that you just can't get back, so I'm always honored. So today, we're going to talk about something that my mother used to tell me. So she would always say, you've got to get your mind right. You've got to get your mind right. I hated when she said that because that usually meant I needed to do something, that it was all on me, when I really would have preferred to blame it on something else. So today we're talking about getting your mind right. If you're wanting to go from that employee mindset to a business owner or an entrepreneur. So I read an article recently. It went something like this. You've been bitten by the entrepreneurship bug. And a lot of people have, especially in this pandemic, that pause. It's given us an opportunity to maybe be bitten by that entrepreneurial bug. And if you do it right, it can bring you true happiness, fulfillment, and even wealth. You can do everything brilliantly in setting up your business, but if you hold on to the employee mindset, you limit your vision and soon sabotage your success. The good news is, that the right mindset is powerful. And if you stay with it, and if you work hard to to get this part right, you've got more than half of the puzzle figured out. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Today, my guest is Melissa Castile. She has taught special education in the Texas Public School District for over 20 years. Today, she is a certified Think Into Results facilitator and coach with the Bob Proctor program, and she helps those who want to change what their world is looking like. So help me in welcoming Melissa Castile. Melissa, welcome to the show. Oh, man. Linda, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Well, I am glad to have you here, you know, because um, as I mentioned at the top of the show, many people have taken advantage of this pandemic. And for those of you listening to the recording of this, this, it is September the 11th, 2020. And that's all I need to say, folks. It's 2020. So, We all know where we are. (laughs) So a lot of people have been sitting at home, Melissa, thinking, I don't know whether I want to go back to work. But if they have been an employee for years, like I was, I was in banking for 30-plus years, how do you – where do you start 
What do you do? And before we get started with that, Melissa, tell me, how did you get involved and be drawn to the Bob Proctor program? I'll tell you what, I have always been a student of this type of thought. And, you know, before I get started, let me tell you mm-hmm. thank you on uh, your view of the pandemic or quarantine. You know, a lot of people are sitting home in fear. We should not. A lot of people are right. not. And you've got to make it a positive. Anyway, back to mm-hmm. the other. Uh, mm-hmm. I've always been a student of positive thought. I can remember my grandmother giving me these Norman, Dr. Norman Vincent Peale books. Oh, and yeah. Give them mm-hmm. to me and say, honey, read this. And I would. And so I was a student of positive thought. My daddy always uh, encouraged me to be a positive thinker. <clears throat> Tony and I were at, my Tony, my sweet husband and I were at a t- low point in life, him particularly. We had lost the business, gone through financial devastation, moved to Dallas, and we're starting over. And he was at a low point. He couldn't find anything that really uh, melted his butter, made him happy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he was on the Internet one day on Facebook, and he found where Bob was doing a workshop. And Tony said, I want to do that. Immediately I jumped on it and said, you bet, hon. So we participated, and that was the beginning of the, of the beginning. We looked into it, and we called the Proctor Gallagher Institute, and they said, we want to do this. <clears throat> and we became consultants. And it was no light commitment. You know, I know, I know when, when your, your folks buy a franchise, it's no light commitment. And so we went into it heart and soul. That's where we were headed. And it has been a wonderful experience. We have learned how to better, well, we respond to life rather than reacting. And we know that reacting is what you do to a medicine when you have, when you're allergic to it. We've learned to respond. We've learned a different way of viewing life and always, 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 no matter what happens, you must always make a positive of it. You pull the good mm-hmm. out of it. You garner the good. And that uh, everything is a lesson towards your higher good, your higher self. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's, Liz, I appreciate you sharing that story because so many people think I could never do that because Look where I am. I could never uh-huh. get myself out of this hole. Because there are people that have lost their jobs. They may be mm-hmm. facing eviction. Um, you know, maybe companies have shut down and all of their employees are out on the streets looking for another job. And the the job searching environment here isn't isn't the best, I should say. So when you have someone that is really thinking, you know, sort of like your husband was at that point, I don't know what I need. I don't know where to turn. Where do you start with them? Well, that's interesting. I had a, I had a call with a gentleman this morning who is just feeling bogged down. No place to go. He is working, luckily, but he's just barely surviving. And he has he has dreams. And that's what I get you to focus on. My clients focus on that. We did a visualization because you have to look deep down inside. That's where you start. What do you really want in your life? 
You have to make a decision. And you know the cardinal rule of making decisions is, this is Bob Proctor speaking, (laughs) you Mm -hmm. stop right where you are and you make a decision right where you are with what you have right now. Because there is no better time than right now to make a decision to move forward. Once you make that decision, then you look at deep inside and you decide what it is you really want. You know, what kind of house do you want to live in? What kind of car do you want to drive? What kind of lifestyle do you want to create for you and your family? What kind of legacy do you want to leave? You decide all that because you are the determining factor. And then once you you, you really get that vision together, then I tell my clients, you lock it in place up there. So that you can stop at any point of the day, at any place, wherever you are, and go back into that picture and feel it. Hmm. I have a house in Tennessee that I have locked into my head, and I can be in that house and walk around that house. And and I have a retreat center in my head, too. And I can be at that retreat center, and I can smell the wood from the walls. And I can see the view out the window, and I, my picture is complete. Details, details. And that is what I'm creating. And now once you make that decision, Linda, you relax. Because mm-hmm. you know the universe always says yes. Step one is ask. And mm-hmm. by creating this vision and, and telling you the universe or telling God that this is what you want, then you... Um, you are asking and then the universe will always 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 god always says yes if you say i'm having a great day yes you are if i'm having a terrible day yes you are so the universe always says yes so be careful what you ask and then you allow it everything will come to you all the resources you need all the ideas, all the activities that you need that will all come to you to create this life that you have, uh, to build this life you've created. Yeah. Melissa, I have to tell you that I I love the concept. I've used that in the past, um, but I have to tell you, I'm impatient. So can I give a deadline to the universe and say, look, I want this done within the next six months? That's, that's interesting you ask that because when, when Bob talks about writing down your goals, and you have to have goals, you know, but you, he has us create this goal card, and I carry it with me, and I can look at it. And on, on one side it says change is inevitable. Personal growth is a choice. And on the other side it has my goal written on it, mm. and it has a deadline date. So, yes, you can do a deadline date, but (laughs) you need to remember that time is a man thing. Yes. And if if you don't make that date, then you just reset that date. You don't give up on your goal. You don't give up because you may fail. You may feel like you're failing at that point, but failing would mean quitting. Absolutely. You just keep on. Don't become a quitter. Set a new new date to that goal or you can even refine your goal make it more clear what you want and set a new date but you're always working towards it so when we talk about that um 
and, and you talked about visualizing it and locking it in, creating that goal, setting the date. So do I get to watch Netflix and wait for that to happen? That'd be nice. Wouldn't that be fun? Asking, Except there's not much on Netflix Asking for to watch. a friend. I'm asking for a friend, <laughs> Melissa. <laughs> sure. Only if, I tell you what, here, here's the uh, exception. Only if you dig in Netflix and find Napoleon Hill's Master yeah. Key series in there where mm-hmm. he is introduced by W. Clement Stone. That's the only time you can just watch TV and wait for things to happen or watch The Secret. So. Yeah. But yeah. you always have to take some sort of action. And, and usually when you set a goal like that, that's going to get those fires going because your goal, your dream should actually set up a burning desire in you to move forward. And when you have that burning desire, when you have that goal set, there's no sitting still on that, Linda. You know that. You can't, mm-hmm. you can't just sit there. You've got to do something. You know, and I that's was, because you want um, to. Absolutely. I was listening to um, uh, Esther Hicks this morning, and one of oh, the yeah. things that um, Abraham said to her is uh, there should always be an anticipation or a buzz for what is next. You should always feel like you are on the brink of something more. So that that just kind of supports what you're talking about is that you should always have that excitement, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Life should never be dull and boring. It should always be fun and exciting. Now, the level of excitement may may differ, may vary a little bit, but I love the way that Abraham said that through Esther. That's beautiful. Because it is. We've all felt that anticipation, that feeling of who, what's coming up next and what are you, what are you creating and, and just, it is a wonderful feeling. It's, it truly is. Mm-hmm. Um, I could go so, on and gush and gush about that. It's so important, yeah. but I'll stop. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you know, you don't have to stop. But um, when, when you're working with a client, Melissa, and, again, they're kind of struggling with that. And I, I know you said that the first thing is they really need to get the vision of what they want mm-hmm. and they lock it in. How do, they, how do they maintain that every day? Because visualization is like a muscle. And if that's not, and belief is like a muscle. And if you don't, haven't believed in this vision for maybe her, your whole life, then mm-hmm. you may have a tendency to fall off the wagon. How do you keep them locked in? I spoke with this gentleman about this just this morning. Um, I said, what, what is your, we went through a little visualization. And now he's got to find, one of us has got to find first a picture, a beautiful picture of a 1970 Grand Prix. And it's got to be black with red velvet interior. And you bet I'm going to find that picture because that's his dream car. That's what he wants. Mm -hmm. And uh, he may find it first, but then Mm -hmm. find a picture of your house. If you have a visual up in your head, 
then find visuals that you can, a picture you can kind of go on the internet. You can find pictures of everything on the internet and make a vision board, a dream board, something that you can look at and pull up those good feelings. Mm-hmm. I, just stick it on the refrigerator. I know a lot of people don't like to put things on the refrigerator. That's okay. Make the dream board. But like I told this gentleman, I could, we were on a, on a messenger call and I could see his refrigerator back there at the back of the room. And I said, go put it back there on that refrigerator so that you see it all the time. Mm-hmm. Because we do need a reminder because when our brain kind of, um, goes off um, in another direction, I would think that a vision board would help to snap you back so that you can lock back into that visual. Is that right? Yeah. You are absolutely correct. And on that same note, I want to add, as you get off track in your thinking or as you're thinking about other things, and uh, if I had my way, they'd get rid of news, most TV, I watch one TV program, and that's all I watch, unless it's uh, special ones on Netflix. But why in the world would you put something in your head or think of something that you don't want in your life? Why are you giving space in that beautiful mind or time to negative things, things that you don't want in your life? Because you know what? Think about you bring about, and that truly is true. You um, you need to focus on that dream house. You need to focus on that dream job or that business. And I would think your folks, your franchisees, excuse me, Linda, um, they really need to focus on the success of their franchise. How exciting for them that they are jumping off, stepping off into something independent like that. And so they need to think in positive, successful ways. Now, Melissa, what I absolutely, you are spot on there. What happens many times with a uh, a brand new franchisee is Mm -hmm. that fear sets in, and they remember how when they were in corporate, they got a paycheck the first and the fifteenth, and here they are a few months into this brand new franchise. And they don't have that. How do you help clients go through that fear? Um, what, it doesn't matter what they're facing. Whether they're facing coming out of a, a corporate position and going into business for themselves or whether they are launching something else that is brand new and foreign to them, how do you help them um, really navigate the fear? Because there's nothing in life that's worth having if it doesn't have a little bit of fear at the top of it. Bingo. Bingo. I'm so glad you brought this up. This is one of my favorite things to talk about. And this is what is called the terror barrier. You know, you uh, let's think of ourselves as living in a box. Just see yourself in a little box. And this box is made up of your belief system. And you know, you've got those belief systems and Bob calls them paradigms, but you've got those belief systems from your mom and dad. And they got their belief systems from their mom and dad. And they got their belief systems from their mom and dad. So that, that huge line of belief systems all ended up with you. 
and you they you are your programming starts at conception because as a baby you're taking in everything so unless you're hearing things about successful people in business and having lots of money and most of us are not you're going to have fear in that mm-hmm. area so um as a we have a belief system as an employee Okay, I go to work and I work this many hours and I get this much for my paycheck and then I go to work for this many hours. And I get up by the alarm clock in the morning. I get ready. I I fight traffic and go to work. I work all day long. I take a lunch when I'm told to. I take a break when I'm told to. And I leave when, when I'm told to. And then I fight traffic all the way home. Now, here is somebody who has taken that wonderful step into being a business owner or being a franchisee and they, they think, Oh, I know. And they know that they're going to make a success. I'm not going to say think they know they're going to make a success out of it. So they're going along with all those employee belief systems. They've not done anything necessarily to change those or they haven't done enough and they go along and that's called when they're in the box, that's called the bondage period. Don't take anything negative about that. That's just what it's referred to. Mm-hmm. Sometime, at some point, they get this idea, new idea. Well, maybe I want to buy a franchise. Maybe I want to be a business owner. And then they enter that reasoning level. And at first, that's fine. They're just kind of tossing around the idea. <clears throat> Excuse me. And that's fine. And then it grows. That idea grows and grows and grows, and it starts showing up in their lives. And then they start investigating the franchise options and what do I want to do. And they're going along, and one day, well, they may even commit to the franchise. And then they're going along in business, and one day, boom, they hit that yeah. wall. They hit that yeah. terror barrier. And mo- so often, too often, people will roll back and go back to that bonded stage and say, I can't do mm. this. I can't do this. Mm. But what they need to do is pick themselves up, brush themselves off, and start up again and go, go back to that business because they have that dream. They have that dream. And then you have to start working on mindset. Because your employee mindset isn't going to do it. What Mm -hmm. you have to do is start training yourself to teaching yourself a better mindset of, oh, yes, I can. This was my vision. Make a dream board. Get that vision locked in. See yourself as a success and move forward. But it it is a daily effort. Heck, I've been doing this for years. And it's still a daily effort. It will be a daily effort until the day I I die. Of course, effort is kind of a hard word, but life is a learning process. So you're going to learn and move forward. Learn and move forward. Or as I used to say in my special ed classroom, you modify and adjust. Now you make Uh the necessary adjustments, changes, and then you move forward. And that's where you came up with the uh, from I can't to how can I? It's about adjusting Absolutely. it. You may not be able mm-hmm. to do it like everyone else, but you can kind of 
tweak it and modify it, as you just said, to um, so that you can do whatever it is that that you're faced with. So, Melissa, you were talking again about vision boards. I love vision boards. I love mm-hmm. um, I love digital vision boards. Uh, I love all of that. Um, so when when someone's putting together a vision board, it, it's easy to kind of think about what we want our personal life to look out look like. You know, whether it's the house, the car, you know, all of those things. But should there also be that aspect of the vision board that includes business, that includes maybe spiritual growth, that includes uh, community service? How much should be included in your vision board? Covers it all. My vision board covers it all. And vision boards, I want to tell my little story about vision boards. Uh, Mm -hmm. Years ago, when we first were introduced to a vision board, I got on the Internet, and we were living in an old farmhouse in Rosebud, Arkansas. And we were both teaching school there in Rosebud, and we were poor, poor, poor. And so we were living in this old farmhouse. But I did get on the Internet, and I found a picture of a house I liked. And it had the full porch around the whole house, and it was no, it wasn't fancy, but oh my gosh, it was a mansion for us, and it was beautiful. And I cut, I printed out that picture, and I cut it out, and I put it up on my dream board along with many other things. Two years later, and I was living in that house. Oh my goodness! Without even realizing what what had happened, it was oh, that's where, and we were living in a gated community on the Little Red River outside of Searcy, Arkansas, and it was, life was good. Life was good. It was a beautiful home, and that's, you know, that's still the type of home. That, of course, that's the one we lost to foreclosure, but that it was a life lesson, and that's okay. But dream boards do work. Mm-hmm. And right. I say that about foreclosure. It was a... Um, I don't, it was a company that left us. They just disappeared. And yeah. we have, we have worked hard to make that a positive. Because if yeah. we had not, if we had not gone through that, then we wouldn't be here in the Dallas area. We wouldn't have met the mm-hmm. people we've met. We wouldn't ha- be associating with wonderful people. And I would not have the amount, I don't think we would have uh, even considered Bob Proctor. Mm-hmm. So everything mm-hmm. works out for the good. I know that. Yeah. So. yeah, absolutely. Melissa, we're getting to the point where I need to take a commercial break. When we come back, do you have any stories that you could share with us? I could, I could sit and listen to you tell stories all day long, but I'd love for you to be able to share a couple of stories with our listeners. Do you have anything you could share with us? Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Great. Uh, Folks, we're going to take a real quick commercial break. We'll be back with more from Melissa Castile. Do you know a family fighting cancer? The Jest Foundation nonprofit was founded right here in Katy, Texas, by cancer survivor Michelle Perzan, whose vision is to assist those currently fighting by providing grants to help support family needs, whether spiritually, emotionally, or financially. 
Michelle and her family know all too well that there comes a time when the day-to-day needs we take for granted become impossible. Just Foundation has been able to bless 100% of the applications submitted, and now they need your help. Find out more by going to JustFoundation.org. Are you dreaming of owning your own business but just don't know where to begin? The wait is now over. Linda Ballestetos is a catalyst to becoming a business owner through franchising. Whether you are looking to create a living that will allow you to leave corporate America, change your lifestyle, allowing you to enjoy the fun things in life, or if you're looking to build a legacy that will support your family for years to come. Contact Linda today to start the process of being your own boss. Linda at EmpowerFranchiseConsulting.com, 832-640-4922. House Talk Radio. Join Tony and Wendy Gambone on House Talk Radio, where they talk all things house. From tips on home repairs and remodeling to best practices on buying and selling a home, hiring contractors, home loans, and insurance, as well as decorating ideas and how to get the most bang for your buck. If you would like more information about House Talk Radio, go to housetalkradio.com. Hey, folks, welcome back to All Things Franchising. Linda Ballestetos here with Melissa Castile, and we're talking about um, going from I can't to how can I. And I think, Melissa, if you just take – that is so very simple – and if you take that one concept, then you could overcome so much because anytime you come to something that may seem challenging and you may think, well, I don't know whether I can do that, then if you learn and train yourself to immediately go into, but how can I? I think we could, we could achieve so much more, couldn't we? Absolutely, absolutely. And I think one of my favorite stories to tell about that is a few, a couple of years ago, two or three years ago, I walked into the living room and I said, Tony, I want to take the family to the beach. Now I'm talking about seven humans flying down to South Padre Island and I wanted to get a house on the beach, <clears throat> and we were there for several days. And he just kind of, he was doing something, and I said, I want to take the family to the beach. Because the family, my, the rest of my family was having a reunion. <clears throat> and he just kind of, oh, sure, 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 and slapped me off, and that was okay. And the next day, first, I didn't know how I was going to do this. But I made that decision. I decided right then, right there, at that point, that this is what I wanted to do. The next day, in the mail, I get a check for $15,000. Oh, my goodness, Melissa. Uh Uh-huh. I was in tears. But it was just like, thank you. Thank you, universe. I mean, we paid airline tickets. We we had this beautiful house uh, my daughter and her family were downstairs, and uh, Tony and Anthony and I were upstairs, beautiful kitchen, right on the water. And it was just perfect. It was a perfect vacation. And I created that. Mm-hmm. I created that. I told her the story about my house, and that that was um, 
to be out there in this gated, to realize that I had created living in this gated community on the Little Red River with uh, this beautiful house. And again, it wasn't huge. I think it was 3,500 square feet, but it was lovely. It was all we needed or need. We loved Mm -hmm. it. So that was important. And then this, um, I have, I have a friend who is in this business with me and she is a motivator for me, kind of a mentor and she started this business last November. And she has, at this point, made a million dollars in this business. And she is on target to make $3 million this year with wow. this business. And I learned so much from watching her and with her. I get my little ego got all wrapped up in appearing this way or doing it this way and this is the wrong way and this is the right way and I've learned from two women I'm in business with what if it was easy Mm. and that stays in my head because we try and make life so hard and it's not it's a matter of making that decision and waiting for it to happen what if it was easy and then I think the last important story is our Amazon experience. You know, I told you we had made great changes and Tony was so down when we found Bob and he loves Bob. He listens to Bob a lot, but he, he was uh, substituting at school. Didn't like that. He was doing some home uh, carpentry, a contract carpentry around and he was not happy so he was looking for something and then I was at a networking meeting and this woman said oh you guys need to look into Amazon I came home and I talked to Tony about it and we made a decision he made a decision because that's really his business he made a decision we, they, he and Anthony started off with books and uh, they learn the business, and it's just been, as people would say, a God thing, because it's it's uh, we have created these things along the way, or God has blessed us along the way. So it's the same thing, isn't it? And we are now on target to do half a million dollars in sales this year. Wow! And, that, and it's continuing to grow, but that is something. Tony's goal is to do a hundred thousand a month in sales. Wow. So, yeah, he's wow. got that goal, he's got that set, and he's moving towards that. Well, and just like you said earlier, it is about having that vision, setting those goals, and taking the action to make that happen. Sounds like that's exactly right. what he's done. He's locked in on his vision, and he's taking the steps to make this a success. That's amazing. Well, and, yes, it is amazing, and it is uh, – Amazon is not for everyone, but it, it has it has been good for Tony. But uh, you know, I think that was before we even knew you, Linda, and knew about your franchise opportunities. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. so you know, you you just never know what is what is your passion until you actually step out of what you think you should be doing, mm-hmm. stepping out of that mm-hmm. bondage. 
and start looking at things because I'll be honest with you, Melissa, when I was working for the bank for 30-something years, I never thought about stepping outside the box. They didn't have to chain me because I was willing to just continue to lead the life that you described earlier. You get up at a certain time. I would get on the bus downtown. I would work until it was lunchtime. I was working until it was time to go home. And I would get on the bus, go back home, and do it all again the next day, never questioning it. And I think that's what's happened with this pandemic. It's forced people to stop and take a pause and actually be able to look at something, consider something, and think about what they want. Um, so I think the pandemic has been good for that. Have you seen, have you seen people in your community um, using the, the pandemic, this pause, this downtime, in a way that maybe benefits them? Absolutely, absolutely. There, um, just in 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 my <clears throat> community, my my reach is the networking groups that I have attended. It's interesting to see who is uh, doing well. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's surprising mm-hmm. the real estate people that are doing well, and mm-hmm. the uh, financial institution people that are are, are doing well, and coaches abound. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed that? Coaches mm-hmm. abound. They are everywhere. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and so right. it's 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 time but I, I think that when you when you're talking about looking at what you really want to do, I don't think you can stop at just I want to be a business owner. Right. You need to have a passion for whatever it is you choose. And the uh, business world is so exciting because <clears throat> you can, there is something for everyone out there. And you don't right. just settle at the first thing. You find something that melts your butter that you can mm-hmm. get excited about. And that's, and then you work on your mindset and ensure your success because of your mindset. Mm-hmm. Well, Melissa, I tell you what, the conversation today has certainly melted my butter. And I have enjoyed this 100%. Now, if somebody's listening and they are thinking, oh, my goodness, I have been stuck on stuck for way too long, and they want to find out more about you, maybe what you're doing, how would they go about doing that, Melissa? Thanks for asking. There are a couple of ways. First way is you can reach out by email. I'm at T. M. Castile, C-A-S-T-E-E-L, and the number seven, T.M. Castile 7, at Gmail. You can also, and what I would suggest, if you're truly ready to make a change for yourself, uh, I have a, pri- I'm just, I've just launched, just launched, it's a brand new baby of mine, a private <clears throat> group on Facebook. It is called your money, your mindset, and it is private, so you'll need to go to your money, your mindset, and request to be a part of the group. I don't think there's been anyone I've turned down, by the way, Linda, but I do like yeah. the idea of it being Certainly. private because it can't get bombarded by, by a lot of 
declutter, but I would love for people to reach out to me there and we can connect and visit and see what's next for you. So what can they expect on this um, new private Facebook page, Your Money, Your Mindset? Uh, I try and do a video live every day with something that's encouraging. I uh, put some thought-provoking things on there. You know, I use a lot of uh, biblical phrases. There's so much wisdom there. I and I try and encourage discussion. You know, I want to mm-hmm. hear new ideas. I want because this is, you know, what I've said this before. As I teach, I learn. And mm-hmm. as a teacher, you know that you don't really learn something until you teach it. And I have, I've had. I just finished this week a, a free workshop, and I loved it so much because I learned. I grew as an individual so much. And so that's what mm-hmm. I want to share with people. Let's all grow together. Yeah, sounds good. Melissa, one more time. What is that email address? T.M. Castile. That's a Tony Mail. Castile, C-A-S-T-E-E-L-7 at gmail.com. Wonderful. Melissa, thanks so much for being on the show today. I really enjoyed it. I love hearing your wisdom in this. I just love it. Thank Thank you so much, Melissa. Thank you, Linda. It's been a thrill. I have really enjoyed it. Thanks for inviting me. I'd love to come back. Of course, and I'll have you back for sure. You'd be one of my one of my regulars. How about that? <laughs> I, I'm on it. I'm ready. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Great. Folks, you know, like Melissa says, it is all about the mindset. I don't care what you're doing in life. It is all about the mindset. So I'm going to leave you with a quote today, and this is a Bob Proctor quote, as a matter of fact. It goes like this. Set a goal to achieve something that is so big, so exhilarating, that it excites you and scares you at the same time. Thanks so much, folks, for being with me on All Things Franchising, and I'll see you next time. Another great episode of All Things Franchising is now in the books. You can listen to past shows by following All Things Franchising on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for joining us today, and be sure not to miss us next time when we bring you a brand new episode of All Things Franchising.